personal finance edition. I'm Rashmi and I'm joined by my co-host Olivia. Today is the first of many episodes about one meaty topic, taxes. Let's start by discovering what they are. So essentially taxes are mandatory contributions on people or firms by governments, whether that be local or national governments. They finance various services that help improve your life. In the U.S., they are collected by the Internal Revenue Service, or IRS. They are collected to improve the economy of the country and make life better for everyone benefiting from what those taxes are funding. Taxes are applied to money or valuable assets that people have. There are multiple types, but a few major ones apply to all people. Income taxes are taxes from the entire income. Payroll taxes are similar, but they're taxes taken away from your pay by your employer to pay the government for you. Sales taxes are taxes put on goods, usually at a specific percentage for the type of good. They're the reason that things cost more than they are priced at, added onto payments at the register. One more major tax is property tax. That's a tax based on value rather than money. Property taxes are for land and, what a surprise, property that you own. Some taxes are taken on a scale with a progressive percent, increasing as value or money increases, like income taxes. Progressive taxing systems make sure that wealthier individuals are paying their fair share and that poorer individuals aren't overpaying. In the U.S., there are seven federal tax brackets on income, ranging from a minimum of 10% of your income to 37%. Overall, taxes are paid at different times of the year. Some, like sales taxes, are paid whenever they come up during a transaction, while greater sums are paid at a certain time each year. You likely heard of April being tax month. That's because property taxes are due during that month. Taxes can be classified into two major groups, ones incurred immediately on transaction and ones incurred later on based on your finances as a whole. And before thinking of simply omitting your tax payments, know that there are penalties for that called tax evasion. Deliberately failing to pay your taxes is illegal. But taking actions to limit your tax payments isn't. That's tax avoidance and it's completely legal. This is usually done by taking as many deductions and credits as you possibly can. For example, parents can claim child tax credits. The reason why it's legal is because there are provisions written into law. All of this begs the question, why? Why are we paying taxes? Well, simply put, they're essential to keep the government and even our society running. Our government does not make any profit. The only way it can earn money to provide service to its citizens is by asking for taxes. These taxes are what fund services we use every day. Think about it. Taxes fund our roads, emergency services, our national defense, and other taxes can fund local programs like public schools. And the things that we really think are free are really not free. Our tax money is going towards it. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's clear up some misunderstandings about taxes. First of all, they are not fees or fines. Although both are charged by the government, they have completely different purposes. A fee or a fine is used to pay for access to extra services or to punish unlawful acts, while taxes are essential to sustaining the country. For example, there might be a fine for littering, but that's not the same as a tax that everybody pays. 
And know that online transactions are not tax-free. Any money you make online is still income, and it will be taxed that way by the IRS. You're required to report online income, and not doing so will count as tax evasion, which has serious penalties. Payments you make online or with online money are also taxable. Virtual currency is treated as property for taxation, and trading virtual currency, like cryptocurrency, is like investing in a stock, which is seen as a sale. Keep in mind, though, that money gifts sent through online sites like Venmo or Cash App are, in fact, excluded from tax. When it comes to paying taxes, a lot of people seem to believe that there's no way of doing so without paying. But regardless of a complex tax code, filing for free is possible. Especially if you're still young, a simple tax return can be paid online for free. And there are many tax companies that offer free filing services as well, such as H&R Block and TurboTax. But when you're filing, don't forget that the IRS encourages paying online. Online tax payments are a ton more secure and faster. Filing on paper always runs the risk of interception. Someone might steal your mail. And if something goes wrong with the way that you file your taxes, it can take way longer to realize. The IRS estimates that processing paper returns could take over half a year. That's a lot. (laughs) Now, let's finish off with a misconception more targeted towards us, Rashmi. Here it is. Students don't have to pay taxes. But this one's a little more complex than a simple yes or no answer. In the end, paying taxes depends on how much money you're making. Although students usually make less money than full-time workers, they may still need to file if they meet income minimum requirements or have had taxes withheld from payments already by their employer. And here's some good news. Students might qualify for some credits, which could generate tax refunds. Take money from the IRS. Don't give it to them. So it's usually in students' best interest to file taxes anyway. If you're a student earning more than $12,550 in the current tax year anyways, you will be required to file regardless. That's all from us for today. Next time, we'll be diving deeper into specific types of taxes. This is Olivia and Rashmi, Cash and Off.